Your feedback, plenty of it coming through on ICAC, 131873 is the open line number. We'll hear from you in just a moment. The weather forecast as well. But the Australian Transport Safety Bureau has just handed down its preliminary report into the deadly SeaWorld helicopter crash that happened on January the 2nd this year. And it was just horrific. Four people lost their lives. Three others were left with critical injuries, including 10-year-old Nicholas Tadros, whose mum, Vanessa, was killed. Well, the ATSB report says that there was a total communication breakdown and our Nine News Queensland reporter Peter Fegan was at the press conference. He's on the line for us now. Peter, what has the ATSB found here? Have they landed the finger of blame at anyone in particular? Morning, Deb, and, and to your listeners. Look, at this stage, it's very, very important to remember that this is a preliminary report, and Angus Mitchell, who is the commissioner of the ATSB, was quite clear when he said that the investigation is ongoing but and, and will take Deb, up to 18 months to continue that investigation. But like you said, there is a communication breakdown and, and that's what's been reported this morning. So just for your listeners, I'll, I'll just go through it as, as quickly as I can. But I think we've all seen the vision. There was a helicopter taking off and a helicopter trying to land. The helicopter taking off was helicopter XKQ and that was the one that being flown by Ashley Jenkinson who sadly lost his, lost his life and Michael James, the other pilot, was in X. H9, and this is a direct quote here. It says the pilot of XH9 recalled that their assessment was that XKQ, the one taking off, would pass behind them, uh, but they did not recall the pilot of XKQ making a standard taxiing call. At this stage, though, Angus Mitchell was very clear this morning that they haven't heard it yet, but they are still trying to see if they can find that uh, that taxi call. Uh, that is the main part of their investigation at the moment. There's also another very interesting part here, Deb, and it's about the transponder system. So at SeaWorld, where you're taking off over the broadwater there, it's not considered controlled airspace. You're not close enough to the Coolangatta Airport for it to pop up on your radar. It's not a necessity. But there is a very interesting part here, and it says the pilot of XH9 reported that the transponder... Um, He'd selected his code, obviously, that, uh, that XH9 was not actually transmitting its secondary transponder. So that means that even if he was in controlled airspace, he wouldn't have been picked up. And now why this is relevant is because the question was asked to the commissioner today, is it better to have those second responders on? Um, is it, it's not a requirement. No, you're not in controlled airspace. And the response was, yes, it's always better to have them. And the reason being um, that the that if maybe Coolangatta had spotted both these aircraft, they may have been able to help in some some way. Um, there was also another interesting question asked Deb this morning, and that was, will SeaWorld be allowed to operate its helicopters again? And that's still yet to be determined, and I find that extremely interesting. So they haven't been running since January the 2nd at all? They haven't, no, Deb, that's correct. And if you read in this report, another thing that I found, find quite interesting is is that these joy flights go for five minutes. That's it. It's a five-minute flight. You take off over different parts of the Gold Coast and you return. And they're pumping out a number of these flights a day. Another question asked of the ATSB today, was it too busy? Was, was it, is that something they're looking at? They're also looking at what um, control measures SeaWorld has in place. They've made a number of changes since this accident. There's a list of changes um, that they have already made. And I'm, I'm assuming that's in an attempt to be able to operate once again. But... Look, if, Debbie, if the preliminary report is suggesting at this stage that SeaWorld isn't flying, you would have to suggest that they can't then be allowed to fly until the secondary report or the final report is released. And when the question was asked this morning, again, that's 18 months to two years away. So that's a very interesting um, prospect for, for SeaWorld, who obviously... Um, you know, who obviously make a fair bit of money off these flights. Yes. These SeaWorld flights have been going forever. So 
it's going to be very interesting to see what happens in 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 in, you know, in regards to SeaWorld's uh, operation of these helicopters. So, in terms of the the helicopter coming into land, not hearing that call over the radio by the mm. pilot taking off, it doesn't mean though. And the commissioner was um, pointing this out that the taxi call mm. was not made, but it's just a matter of uh, in the preliminary findings that it hadn't actually been the call hadn't been received or hadn't been heard. Yeah, so it, it doesn't it, suggest it, it wasn't made in the first place. No, it's it, it's it, the read on it from the ATSB is that they haven't heard it yet. And there are a couple of contributing factors. Here on the Gold Coast, as everybody knows, this end of, you know, this northern end of the Gold Coast, um, surface paradise towards Southport, there's high rises everywhere. And what uh, Angus Mitchell was saying, the commissioner of the ATSB was saying today, is that when those radio calls go out, they can bounce off... Uh, these high-rises make it very difficult for these helicopter pilots to communicate with each other. And that's another thing they're looking at as well. So, yes, you, you're, you're spot on, Deb. They're not suggesting at this stage it was never made. They just haven't heard it. And what they're desperately trying to do now is ascertain whether it was made and try and find that call. But another thing that they talked about today is that they are spoiled, uh, you could say, in regards to this investigation, because... Generally, when there is an, an, an um, aviation accident, it's generally out in the bush or it's someone flying by themselves. In this case, being that there are so many people with um, phone vision, there is so much CCTV, there was people filming from inside the aircraft. Yeah, they've got it GoPro, from every angle. It, it, it spoils them. Yeah. And, it, and I think that it'll, and, and that's what they were saying, will make this investigation a little easier. They've also said, and they were very clear when they said this, that the victims uh, and the families, of course, have been notified that this report was released this morning and I think that's I think that's the most important part as well. Absolutely. And Pete, why do they release preliminary findings when the full report is only, you know, 18 months to 2 years away? Why not wait until the full report is completed? When I asked that question this morning, it was kind of it never really got a straight answer on it. It was more that they I guess it is a little bit of closure for the victims. Um, it, without saying that directly, that's what he said. It, it was that, that the information was clear already this is not something that's not a standard procedure is, is the response as well and you know it was a question asked but it was difficult to try and get the, okay. the straight answer on as to why they did it but um you know it was alluded to the fact that you know it does give some type of sense of, of closure for these victims as well and it also for the people that witnessed it um you know a sense of what ha- what went wrong because this was obviously a vision that was seen across the world. Yeah, tragic in the extreme. So many families affected, not just the four people, the families of those who were killed. Peter, thank mm-hmm. you so much. Anytime, Deb, appreciate it. Peter Fegan, Nine News, Queensland. And as he said, that final report from the Transport Safety Bureau will be released in 18 months to two years.